What is going on here? I have no idea what has happened to my setup tonight, but everything is screwed up. Thanks for letting us know we are muted. Do we want to take this from the top pretending like it never happened? <laughs> no. Wait, the muted thing? Yeah. I think it's authenticious. Let it fucking ride, dude. Oh, you we guys missed went... some crazy shit. Real that crazy means... stuff. Not really. <laughs> nah, I turn, I turn, I turn thirty on Sunday. That's you, about it. You turn thirty. Yeah. This is thirty. This is, is thirty. It's oh. not a spin-off. Of this is us, which is a show that women watch to cry. Uh, Oliver turned thirty. He's more distinguished. Mm-hmm. Sounds. He has gray hair now. Yep. One step closer to the grave. You're, I imagine, you know who you're going to age like? Huh. George I, Clooney. I, yes, George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney, dude. You're going to be very, like, distinguished. I don't know, man. And you're going to put on, like, an, a responsible, you're going to, it's not getting fat. You're just going to thick, like. You're Thicken gonna th out. Fill, fill thick, out. Fill out. No. I appreciate that, but I really think I'm going to have, like, I'm going to lose my hair and have, like, a potato head. Like, real lumpy, like, dimples in weird spots, oddly shaping. Well, that's, the struggle's real, dude, because I'm a bald man. Yeah, but you have a good head to be bald. I have a good head to be bald, but the older I'm getting, dude, you get, you know how you're talking about, like, deformity. Like, you're worried about <laughs> yeah. deformity. Because you're going bald already. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, here's the thing. That's Everyone's like, bald. dude, you're going bald, your hairline's receding. To which I can show you pictures of when I was like three. My hairline's been receding since I came out the womb. It's just like always kind of back there. It falls back like LeBron's hairline. Shut up, you bald bitch. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, but as you get older, uh -huh. you either fill out or you get fat. Right. I feel my head's getting fat. You got a fat head. It's, a, like, it's not an egg shape, but my head's growing this way, but not this way. Maybe go on like a head diet. A head diet, dude. Stop drinking so much beer. I've there's no correlation between my alcoholism and fucking my head being fucking goofy. Like I don't know. I I feel like this, the the jury's not out on that one. We need to get a peer reviewed study on that. Hey, what did you do? What did you do for your thirtieth, dude? Yeah. So um, sat we we celebrated on Saturday. My birthday was on Sunday. Uh, so we went down the city, met up with some friends, got some drinks. Uh, oh, before that, the wife, um, made me a little scavenger hunt around the apartment for my gifts. Got some cool shit. Then in the evening, we went on a, a little nice dinner cruise around Boston Harbor. It was nice. You're, I'm telling you, I called this weeks ago. You're officially, ev with every day, you're turning into like a fucking ocean guy. I think you might be right. Honestly, I think, I think you have a point now. Because the more I notice, the more we're by the water and I gotta, I'll, I'll admit right now, we're already loosely planning to go to the beach this weekend. It's there. It's okay. Ocean guy, Everyone, salt life. It's part of, again, that's another thing. You're getting older. You're and, Oh, speaking of getting older, dude, I think I found my new sipping. You know how we talked about, like, I need a, a, like a drink. Yeah, like your own drink. Like, oh, yeah, that's Fleezar's drink. He likes that. Yeah. yeah. It's not some, something I can't just guzzle like Neanderthal, like my, my Ciroc and Red Bull. You okay. know what that? I haven't tried it yet, but if I like it, dude, I'm definitely gonna. That's gonna be my drink. What? Bu Buffalo Trace. Oh, Buffalo Trace is amazing. Are you just gonna drink it neat or on ice? Uh, what's neat? Is that just no warm? ice? Yeah, I don't know. So, long story short, oh, this perfect. 
too. Damn, you're jumping like, all over. I'm trying to gotta try to keep up here. I'm all over the place, dude. Uh, this Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. we're gonna be posting our first ever Tommy's Corner Yako's Fighter of the Night. Clip. It's official. Oh yeah, dude. So when when can we expect that drop? He's sending it to me Friday. Okay. So I'm gonna post it either Friday night, Saturday morning. And what's it called? Uh, it's Tommy's Corner. Tommy's uh, Yako's, Corner. Yako's Fighter of the Night. Mind you, he's now like one in four with his mortal locks. And okay. <laughs> if I can see anybody's glizzing on some uh, some some glizzies, if you know what I mean, shotgun some hot dogs, I'm down with whatever pick. Well, he's the one who put me on Buffalo Trace. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. He, he wants to get together and we're gonna smoke cigars, okay. and he wants to like distinguish me. Right. And he's gonna put me on Buffalo Trace. Tommy, like, the Tommy Gun, hot dog guzzling, mortal lock picking. Yeah, dude. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it too. All right, I'm uh, excited for that. I'm excited for it too. That'll be dope. Cause I, yeah. You get blind drunk by some fools this weekend? Yeah. No. No. Not by the dude. One of the homies. Uh, our homies fired up the Traeger grill. Nice. And we uh, ate the shit out of some ribs. Okay. And got blind drunk, watched okay. the fights, made a fucking killing. Tell me about it. Made a fucking killing. Okay. Nine and zero money line bets. What? Nine and zero money line bets. Hit three prop bets at plus five hundred or more. <laughs> and four parlays. God damn, dude. The only losses I took were um, Zalal finish. Mm-hmm. For two units, and then I threw a dart for the uh, the women's fight not to go the distance. Missed out on that. Other than that, your boy was on fire. All right, I like to hear that. I'm talking about give me like two years of this and billionaire status. Is, I'm knocking on that door. Okay. Maybe a little stretch. But Chris Bezos segue. over here. Perfect segue for this shit. Did you hear about? said billionaire tax i'm assuming it has to do with taxing billionaires <laughs> when i saw it i thought it was fake until i actually read up mm-hmm. so senator sanders proposes a one-time tax that would cost bezos 42.8 billion dollars mm-hmm. and elon musk 27.5 billion dollars dude that's a lot of money yo that's if a someone... lot of money <laughs> Dude, if you would ask me to Venmo you $25 right now, I'd tell you to suck my dick. Let alone yeah. your, the government's coming to my door and being like, hey, by the way, you're going to pay us double-digit billions of dollars as a one-time fee. Billions. With a B. With a B. They got to they gotta watch who they're fucking with, though. Who? Senator Bernie Sanders? Act like Elon Musk. If you ever, When the UFO sightings start spiking and you see Teslas in the air, fucking... It's Elon. That's an Elon move. That's Elon. Elon's going to tell him to suck his dick. And You're not getting my money. Dude, that's crazy money. money. That's fucking buko bucks. See, that, effect, that affects us, though, since we're trying to be billionaires. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We got to look out for ours. When I don't become a billionaire, I'm just going to blame it on that. You know, I could have been I could have if it wasn't for that billionaire tax. <laughs> Goddamn billionaire tax fucking cramped my style. Yeah. So I settled for... Of being a thousandaire, I'm I'm a thousandaire. Hey, good job, dude. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Good job. Good job. Uh, there were there were fights this weekend. There were some fights this weekend. Loved the f- shit out of them. I heard they were good. 
they were... I caught the ass end of the Bellator. Well, yeah, I mean, you, it was your birthday. birthday I was weekend. busy. It's a busy guy. You were fucking busy. Um, Friday night, Bellator. Um, I had to rush home for this dude. I almost got drunk at Applebee's. What? I haven't got drunk at Applebee's in a minute. I'm jealous. I love Applebee's, dude. It's such Listen, a good environment, dude. I'm going to catch some shit for this because I often call myself a, a foodie. I appreciate very, very good food. The finest of the fine, if you will. But I'd be lying if I told you right now, there's not something a little bit special about that. Was it $2 appetizers? You go in there oh, for I... some teasers and you slam teasers until you can't breathe and they have cheap beer and half decent mixed drinks. A welcoming atmosphere and friendly banter with the bartender. And they have the coolest slogan dude. of any chain restaurant eating good in the neighborhood. Eating good in the hood, dude. Do you know I almost got cut off? Well, I did get cut off at Applebee's one time, which you is got really kicked? hard to do. How'd you do that? I didn't get kicked out. I got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been cut off at a bar, ever. No, I didn't think it was possible. They had those fucking, their $2 uh, drinks in the month, mm -hmm. and it was those, like, zombie lemonade things. Yeah, it, dude, they make their drinks strong as shit. Well, yeah, I, but they're small in stature. Right. So I housed, like, fucking four of those bitches in, like, 20 minutes, and then finally the lady was like, hey can't give you another one of those and i was like oh is it like a policy thing like it's like <laughs> double it's the law one. right i'm assuming it's the law yeah i thought it was like a policy like hey you already you could dr but no she's like no you just drank too much too quick so con did what are you my mom out of her. Well, oh you got a miller light yeah i got a miller light out of her after okay. I slammed the zombies but, yeah i've yeah. never been cut off and i think part of it has to do with it's, i call it a blessing and a curse uh, you've experienced it I think some other people who I just saw in this chat have experienced it a lot of times, is that I rarely show how drunk I really am. Like, I hold my shit together really well, right up until the point where I'm way past it. So there have been times that I probably should have gotten cut off at a few bars, but never did. It's never happened. Yeah, you do. A, you have a really good poker face up until the point that you're broken. Yeah, there's no, there's no coming back from that point. It's like, wow, he's, he's going to die. Yeah. But up until that point, you're like, he's stone sober. He's good. Heroic as shit, dude, until the fucking breaking point. Yeah. There's no coming back from that. Yeah, so busted my ass home to uh, make it in time for uh, the Bellator 243. Mm -hmm. uh, love the fuck out of the card. My girl, Valerie Laredo with a fucking vicious TKO. That was mean. She is a oh, fierce woman, dude. I love her. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, he goes, Mio. Uh, Boris looks good. Uh, moving on. Uh, main card. The main card did it for me. It was just a little sad, bittersweet. Um, Sabah Hamasi gets the decision over Curtis Millinder. Uh, this one hurt. Matt Mitrione. That was our guy. That's our guy. That's my good and friend. That, our good friend. That was the first, and I have a question for you. So he loses uh, Timothy Johnson, that fucking polar bear dude. Dude, first, he's first, huge. Dude, first round TKO over our guy, Matt Mitrione. So my question to you is this. This was the first fight we've ever watched where we have like a personal, not a personal, but like we've met this person. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you see athletes and like celebs on TV, they're almost like dehumanized. We met Matt. He was a cool fucking dude. One of the nicest downer. You would never know he's a fucking cage fighter. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean? Was it different 
and difficult to watch you or watch this fight and watch him lose? Um, maybe a little, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's a sport. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just in our small interaction with him, just meeting him, very much seems like the type of dude to just be like, "Yeah, man, shit happens. Like that's the sport. Losses happen." Oh yeah, but it I, was I, a little bit. I I get where you're coming from. It felt a little bit more personal, in a way, yeah. which makes you wonder how like somebody like Joe Rogan can call or yeah, it's not gonna happen anymore, but like call DC fights. You know what I mean? Like they're boys, they're good friends. Or Paul Felder calling any of the any of, any of the fighters who are still fighting and also commentate. Like, calling each other's fights. Yeah. I think that, the, you know, if and when we do more face-to-face interviews and shit like that, and it, it definitely made, gave me a different perspective because I watched it, and I found myself very much, like, connected to that. Like, it hurt to see him lose. Mm-hmm. And that was it, – it definitely gave me a different perspective. And I think that I'm looking forward to evolving – and learning more and more because it made me appreciate the sport even more in yeah. a weird way. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. So, yeah, uh, you know, he, but again, Timothy Johnson, that dude's a fucking monster. I don't dude. know how he makes heavyweight. Dude. Polar bear is, is the correct <laughs> term. Monster. Holy uh, God. And then the main event, Michael Chandler with the TKO first round over Benson Henderson. First a bad man. Benson Henderson in like six fucking years. Bad man. Listen, Michael Chandler, he's a free agent. He said he's mm-hmm. going to test the market. I think if Bellator makes the gives him the, the money he's looking for, he's going to stay. But if there's any sort of hesitation, I think you're going to see him talk to the UFC. Oliver. Yes. I'm going all in. Okay. UFC needs to sign Michael Chandler. We've been saying this for how long? There's dudes in Bellator, a very, very deep deep uh deep list of dudes in bellator who i want to see in the ufc because they could bang with anyone in the world at their weight class michael chandler's one of them here's my question monster absolute monster but here's my question we always say i mean we just saw two of the biggest superstars the ufc has retire quote unquote because they weren't getting paid money and multiple Mm -hmm. other people complain that they aren't getting paid and uh, we'll talk about it in just a second. A UFC fighter literally just switched over to Bellator after asking to be released from UFC. So what's the incentive for Michael Chandler? If he, if he thinks he's not getting paid enough in Bellator, what makes anybody think he's going to get the money he thinks he deserves in UFC? That's a very good question. Why not try, like, one? Good question. I, I'm more so focused on – I'm just so fixated on seeing this guy – I want to see him against, especially at 155. That mm. division is so fucking loaded. Yeah. And if they bring him over, there's not going to be any like, oh, you know, here's the number 15 dude in the world. You're going to see him fight top six immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, from a talent this, perspective and like an entertainment perspective, I'm with you. That'd be awesome. But I don't know how much sense it makes. You, you know, I... I'd be lying if I told you I'm confident the UFC is going to sign him because we've seen them before be very hesitant to, you know, they kind of have their number right. and they're going to they're going to make you come closer to their number than they're going to budge for yours. Right. And they definitely don't necessarily need him because mm-hmm. the division's already fucking stacked with killers. But 
all I'm saying, like, as a fan, we need Michael Chandler in the UFC. I need to see that because he's one of those dudes who has – if you would just look at him, mm-hmm. you would never know, dude, that this guy has the fucking the, – the kiss of death on his hand. Yeah, it's true. This dude has freakish powers. Like, it's it's up – it's not a – it's the same concept of, like, you, you see dudes like Justin Gaethje mm-hmm. where, where you're like, oh, you if you look at him – you wouldn't, you couldn't tell the dudes a fucking just gonna you know, run in there. And uh, the cauliflower shot. ears kind of give it away. But, but I'm saying, like a dude like in Ghana, you look at, you're like, oh, that dude definitely, he touches you, you're gonna go to sleep. Michael okay. Chandler doesn't look like a dude who's gonna fucking put you on ice if he touches your fucking chin once, and he does, dude. He's a monster. We need Michael Chandler over to the UFC. ASAP. Let this be a lesson to anybody thinking about getting a street fight. You never know who could put you on ice. You never, never know. know, especially never them know. wrestling dudes, man. Always look for cauliflower here before you pick a fight with someone. It's always a good That's... call. Yeah, so Bellator 243, we'll love the fuck out of that. Um, and then Saturday, moving on, we mm-hmm. have UFC fight night. Love the shit out of this, dude. It's great, great weekend to be a fight fan. Uh, you had you had a little bit of everything. Yusuf Zalal. He got the de- decision victory. But did you see that roundhouse kick he landed? Jesus Christ, dude. He fucking threw a clean roundhouse kick and I, in the first round. And Peter Barrett dropped and just somehow ate it and just kept on keeping on, dude. Kept on, but, uh, kept on keeping on. Yusuf Zalal, he looked incredible, dude. Super fun dude to watch. Gavin Tucker with the third round uh, sub. Andrew Sanchez, dude. This was one of the dudes who made my parlay. Yeah. He was a slight dog, dude. And then your boy found out he was, you know, where he's training out of. Where? Fucking TriStar. Oh, no brainer. Yeah, fucking, I, when I found out Andrew Sanchez was that fucking TriStar, I was like, oh. Just put the money on. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah, yes, please. Yeah, a first round TKO, beautiful. Kevin Holland, third round TKO over uh, Joaquin Buckley. Mm-hmm. Kevin Holland, showing his worth. Dude, I like him. He's a gamer. He is a gamer. Got to appreciate that. He's got a good personality. He he has a little bit of everything, and like I said, he's the fucking gamer. I I like him a lot. <laughs> can't, wait, can't wait to see where in that middleweight division, dude. There's a lot of fun fights for him. Cannot wait to see uh, what's next for him. Uh, moving on to the main card. This is probably the highlight of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benil Dariush with the first round TKO over Scott Holtzman landing a video game style spinning back fist. Stupid. <laughs> he's, so stupid. He's, a, he's an angry little man, too. He is. And the presser afterwards, he's like, listen, I'm done fucking asking. I'm done being nice, dude. <laughs> you guys can't hide anymore. You guys said I didn't have this. You didn't have that. I wasn't a striker. I'm just going to knock you motherfuckers out from here on out. He is another one. Cashed at plus 550 for a knockout. Ooh. Easy money, son. Darren the Dentist Stewart with the first round sub over Maki Patola. Mm-hmm. Showing off. The co-main, I bitched out on this one. Why? Because we both picked uh, Akhmedov. And then Saturday rolled around, dude. And I swear to God, I was like, is Weidman just going to... Is Weidman, is Weidman might back? Just, it, well, no, I was like, Weidman might just fucking lay on top of him. <laughs> I was like, what if... What if, what if Akhmedov, dude, just – what if he's ne- fought, like, a level? What if 
What if he's never fought a dude with a wrestling pedigree? Right. Where he can't just out wrestle some dude for three minutes. It happened. Uh, so yeah, Chris Weidman with the decision uh, victory over Akhmedov. He definitely. He, I wouldn't say he's back back, but definitely a step in the right direction. It's a good win. It's good definitely a good win. win. Good win. Uh, and again, that middleweight division. There's tons of options for him. Yeah. And then the main event. <laughs> the the new knockout king. The, the man himself. Beast. The man himself. My balls is hot. My balls. Derek I got Lewis, shit. Second, you got a shit, dude. Is second round, uh, TKO over Alexi Olenek. Uh, Oliver. We both got that one. We both got that one. What? So Derek Lewis, we everyone loves him. Yes, I don't think there's a single person that doesn't like Derek Lewis. No, it's you can't not root for Derek Lewis. My question is this: one. Mm-hmm. Who's next for him? Because this heavyweight division, I think a lot depends on what happens to Steep DC, which we're gonna get to later. But and two, what do you make of his the second round? Uh, it only lasted twenty one seconds. Because <laughs> I got a hot take on that one. I mean, in terms of who you should fight next, yeah, it's got to be a top five. A lot of people, I know he, him and Blades are chirping back and forth. So Blades, it looks like Blades would be a fun fight. I, I possibly would be a fun fight. Blades wrestling is on another level. But as Derek Lewis said, and I mentioned this last week, the best way to get out of a ground game is just stand up. Just That's stand all you have up. to do. You just have to stand up. <laughs> so he might just stand up on him. Um, I, I kind of like Blades. I don't know who else though. Like, what's Ngannou's got next shot at title, right? Yeah, absolutely. Against no who doubt. though? The winner of well, that's well, okay. be vacant. Okay, so we're getting there. Okay. So I have two hot takes on this shit. All right, I think you give Derek Lewis and Blades. You let them run that. Okay, and then depending on how that heavyweight picture shakes out, just say Stipe and DC both walk away. Okay, you could potentially UFC would be rooting the shit at it, and Uncle Dana. He does not care for Curtis Blades for whatever reason. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't know why. He has that for whatever reason. You could technically angle. This is, I mean, it would would take a little fucking dodging and weaving, but you Mm -hmm. could angle a potential Nganu Derek Lewis too for the strap. strap. I was thinking that, but I don't love it. I don't love it either, but there's nothing else. There's nothing else other than us going back down the Rumble or Bones Jones hole. Yeah, that's true, and I mean that'll take us an hour just to talk about the mm-hmm. possibilities of that. Doing the MMA math, so I'm definitely I, I think you're gonna probably end up seeing Lewis and uh, Blades, okay. and then whatever happens after that, it happens. The second round finish. Mm-hmm. So the first round, this this decided all four of my por- parlays. I had Derek Lewis, uh, I think two of them money line, and then two of them for the finish. Okay. So in the first round. He's wrestling with fucking Olenek, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is he doing? Like, what is he doing? What are you doing? No, stand up and swing. Yeah. And then the second round, he comes out, and he just fucking bum rushes him, throws a flying knee, boom, and it's over. Yeah. I really think he just – you saw a primal instinct there. Just flip the switch is what you're I don't think I don't think there was any sort of like uh, – 
I don't think there was any sort of like strategic like, hey, first round, we're just going to, you know, wrestle a little. We're going to save the gas tank. I think the second round, he came out. He's like, yo, fuck this dude. Yeah, probably actually had to shit. And he's like, I need this guy out of there ASAP and just bum rush him. It worked. And when you're Derek Lewis, like he's one of the dudes too. Like he's the he now is the has the most knockouts in heavyweight history. Yes, that is incredible. It's hard to wrap your 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 head around. Yeah, and still fucking ha- he still has many fights ahead of him, dude. Love Derek Lewis. Cannot wait to see what's next for that dude. Yo, you know what I just thought of? So Uncle Dan has had issues with like random fighters for like the eternity of the UFC, right? But the yeah. ones I'm thinking of most recently, right? Kind of dicked Ganu around for a while. Tyron Woodley and Curtis Blades. What do they all have in common? Oftentimes, they always have designs in their hair. Maybe Dana, <laughs> maybe Dana doesn't like head hair flare. Head hair flare, dude. Yeah, dude. I think he's against it. You might. I think he, he finds it distasteful or something, so he just picks these beasts <laughs> with these guys. Head hair flare dude. It's not for Dana. He's it's you not for him. Uncle Dana. He hates it. <laughs> not with the fuckery, dude. You know what? That's your little homework assignment for next week. I'm gonna go through all the people that Dana White's had beef with. Brennan Schaub. <laughs> I'm sure Brennan Schaub probably had like a, a line or two in his hair at some point. Uh, definitely. I you know I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. I remember at Kutztown, dude. I had lines in my beard. Yeah, that was something else. <laughs> I look fucking stupid, dude. You need to find you look a so that. dumb. Yeah, dude. It was called the freeway. Rico gave me the freeway. Yeah, I remember that. One shout two, out to Rico. Shout out Rico. I looked like a fucking idiot though, looking back. Dude, yeah. But the thing is, there's like rarely any pictures of you. It's like you almost didn't exist. You know what? That's because I was off the radar for many a moons. This is true. This is I true. Prefer it. If it there's a few the pictures time. out there. There's a few from the what was it? The Indians and Chiefs party. That we're not gonna talk about that. That was a fun one. That was the closest time I ever came to being federally incarcerated. It's real close. <laughs> real close. Yeah, moving on. Uh, yeah, just for that's a that's one of those. Uh, what's that show? The League. You watch yeah. The League? Yeah. You remember the Fear Boner episode? Of course. <laughs> Where they just you don't talk about Kevin's Fear Boner. We do not talk about the Indian Cowboys <laughs> around these. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, a shit ton of shit, dude, was popping off this week in the MMA world. Yeah, it seems like my Instagram was blowing up all damn day. So it's official. This just happened right before we went live. We touched base on this last week. Uh, Miss Paige Van Zandt signs to bare knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Still makes no fucking sense. I don't get it. I wish her the best. I'm going to tune in. Yeah. You better believe I'm going to watch her first fight, at least her oh. first fight absolutely it makes no sense gotta be rooting for her yeah how can you not root for her she's fucking beautiful she's intelligent she's a good personality she's an amazing fighter too it just doesn't make sense again she's so well-rounded with her kick her kicks her grappling i do not know why she'd want to again i don't think of her as Paige van zandt the boxing prodigy no, no. we'll find makes- out though i'm we'll telling find- you man those people in bare knuckle boxing don't give a fuck <laughs> It's a different crowd. You know what the dudes in bare knuckle boxing are? What? You know how every town has the local dive bar than like the normal bar? Yeah. Bare knuckle boxing is like the the dive bar that only sells hot dogs and potato chips and you could smoke cigs inside. Yeah, you can still smoke cigs inside. You're not supposed to, but everybody still does. Yeah, that's bare knuckle boxing, dude. 
You just describe like any small town legion. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I yeah. don't know how well she's gonna fit in. She's definitely gonna have a fucking bounty on her head. But again, oh God, dude. Wa watch the shit out of it, and I'm rooting for her. Oh. Set up some hay bales and just duke it out in there. In some small town outside of Tampa, I'm telling you. Oh, it's definitely going down in Florida. Uh, it has to. There's no other option. This one, finally, it looks like it's, you know, come come to fruition. We're going to see Tyron Woodley and Colby Covington. About September damn time. 19th. About damn time. Uh, this one might. You could, depending on performance, cut. Covington could catapult himself back into like title consideration. Uh, they both could. They both could. See, I don't <laughs> think Woodley. I think Dana's Dana's grudge against Woodley, and especially coming off the, that performance where he got dominated by Burns, I don't think Woodley is close. I think Woodley. He's gonna he he's gonna get big name fights. I just don't think you ever see Woodley fight for a title again. No, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. Covington, he has the name, the heel. Fuckery. I think Covington with a performance like he had against uh, Robbie Lawler or something crazy like that. I think Covington could catapult himself into uh, back into discussion. Can't wait for that fucking one. Um, another thing. When I saw this dude, sign me the fuck up. Boom, bang. Night of the Flyweights on November 21st. Hell yeah. We're getting fucking Figueredo and Garbrandt for the strap. And we're getting... The queen herself, Shevchenko and Maya Oliver. When you're saying these dates, doesn't it? Maybe it's just me, but it always feels like when they announce these, they're so far away. But then they creep up on you. You're like, oh, shit, that's next week? Damn, okay, cool. I always feel like they, they always sound so far away, and then they creep up on you. Yeah, it's going to come. I, I, see, I love both these fights, by the way, though. Love the shit out of both these fights. The only downer for this, or the... The que the gray area is now if Garbrandt goes down there and beats Figueredo, mm -hmm. what the fuck do you do with that flyweight division? It's a two man it's a it's a two man yeah. race. Yeah. They and just keep fighting also, every few months. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna just do? You're gonna have a best of seven with these two? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what other option do you have? That makes sense. Uh yeah, I would I would have much preferred again. You know my stance on flyway. Get rid of the division. I would much rather see Figueredo go up a weight class. Agreed. Bang, bang with the bantamweights. But Agreed. cannot wait for that fucking fight. Fireworks guaranteed. Somebody's going out in that one. Yeah. And you get to see the return of the queen. Uh, so mark that on your calendars, folks. Uh, we're going to see Marlon Marias and uh, the Sandman. Yeah. Corey Sandhagen, October 10th. I like that one a lot. Sandhagen come off the loss to uh, Aljo. Yeah. And Marias... He's Marais has to be. You would assume that with a win here, dude, he's gonna get another another shot at the title. He has to, right? Has to. He beat Aldo. He has to. He has to. And there's then this, Aldo this got thing, a title shot. I'm gonna watch the fuck out of it, but this is almost a slap in the face for for Marais. I agree, hundred percent. Marais is fighting a dude coming off a loss. Meanwhile, you have that again. That is. I'm, I'm going to watch the fuck out of the fight. I'm glad they booked it, but it's a slap in the face for Marias. I don't get it. I mean, all things considered, though, it's like, does he wait? Is This is this is like kind of the next best thing, right? I don't know. Otherwise, he'd have to wait. Yeah, but... He's got to get again, paid. We just, we just saw last week with Calderwood. 
Yeah, that's true. She was going to get the... She was next in line for Shevchenko. She lost. Now, look who's fighting. Yep. Maya's fighting Shevchenko. Sometimes, I mean, you would think Mariah's has some money saved up. Wait. Sit sit back and wait. Yeah. Say, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the winner of fucking Jan and Aljo. You should. I, I, Have you ever seen One Punch Man, the anime show? No, I don't you watch should, anime. You, well, you should look it up because the main character looks just like Mariah's. Like, identical. So, you know, if you need some extra cash, you can just go to, like, comic conventions and anime festivals and just cosplay as One Punch Man. Look it up, seriously. What's cosplay? Uh, like, you dress up like characters in shows and movies. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one, dude. Right, that's fair. Just letting you know what it is. I'm not saying who you have to do I, it. Who could I possibly dress up as, dude? I'm six foot three, A sailor. 265 pounds. Diddler. I, um. <laughs> the only Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay, that's decent. Uh, Action Brunson. Oh, you could absolutely cosplay as Action Brunson, but he's not like from a movie or show, I guess. If he played a movie or show, or just be him. Yeah, you know what? Just be him. I had the style before him too, by the way. You know this. Yeah. You know that. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> going off the rails. Uh, this one, um, crazy. Robbie Lawler stepping in for Jeff Neal. After Neil has a near-death experience. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard shit about what pertaining to what. He posted a very heart- heartfelt message on Instagram. Uh, not in the best of shape, but doing a lot better. So prayers up, thoughts and prayers with Neil and his family. So we're going to get uh, Lawler and Neil Magny instead, instead on uh, October, excuse me, August 29th. Still violence. Still violence. Still violence. a lot of violence, dude. Tons of Anytime Robbie Lawler's on a car, you're going to see violence. Uh, so yeah, sign me the fuck up for that. that I, honestly, that this is gonna sound disrespectful. I don't mean it that way. I didn't even know Robbie Lawler was still fighting. Oh, that's this. <laughs> dude, honestly, just, when's the last time dude? he fought? Uh, that's a good question. It was, was it? No, it wasn't Covington. No, I think he's fought since, since then. But no, Lawler. I think Lawler. He's gonna have a proper send out. Oh, for I sure. Think that I think you're gonna see like a goodbye tour for him. Kind of I- what you're seeing for Shogun. I think we will probably. I thought we were seeing it before, but he just keeps hanging around and like winning random fights as cowboy. Mm-hmm. Same with him. Yeah, there's certain dudes who they've done so much for the sport that um, they're gonna get the proper send off. Cowboy, um, you're seeing Shoguns right now. Yeah. Robbie Lawler's another one of them. I think when it's his time, you're gonna know it and you're gonna see the build up to it. I don't know if this necessarily is it because if he if he fucking beats Neil Magny, that's <laughs> <laughs> That's big. Yeah, how are you gonna be like, hey man, you got two fights left and you're gone? No, Neil Magny's a fucking monster. Yeah. So yeah, but that's, a, that's that a tall one. task. Yeah, tall. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll, not, we'll cross that counter edge for the edge. We'll cross that bridge when counter we get chicks there. Counter the edge. Uh, some, we're counting something. We're not. We're not gonna count it before the hatch. I promise you that. Uh, this one was super disappointing. Our guy, Yoel Romero, pulls out of uh, Uriah Hall fight set for uh, August 22nd. Yeah. So close. Oh, God. I guess so I, far away. He, you wonder – that's another one, though. Uh, kind of opposite of what you were saying. Everyone thinks this dude's going to fight till he's 50. Right. Might just – I don't know. Uh, he might be one – He. I could see him fighting until he's 50 because I think physically he could. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But the thing is, I don't know. if, if like, I could injuries... also see him being the type to just like out of nowhere be like, yep, I'm done. Right? 
yeah. it just abruptly end the career. Hey guys, I'm done, and you kind of go five or six years without seeing the dude. Yeah, I see that. Just training down in Cuba. I hope not, because I God, I love everything about <laughs> Yo Romero, dude. There's nothing not to fucking love about that dude. Uh, see you soon, boy. Hopefully, nothing but the best. See hope we see you soon, Yoel Romero. Then we got some. Well, I guess it's UFC news, but more so Bellator. Mm-hmm. The number four ranked light heavyweight in the UFC. Jumping shit. Gets the release. He's jumping ship. He's getting paid, son. Yeah. Court Anderson signs with Bellator. I love it. Get your money. Get your fucking money. This makes the Bellator heavyweight division also extremely interesting. That, that light heavyweight division in Bellator. Or light is heavyweight, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Bader's fighting Nemkov in, mm-hmm. what, next week, two weeks from now? Yeah, two weeks. Corey Anderson, he's going to be right there. And another thing with, with Bellator, you see a lot of times Bader's doing it. I think Corey Anderson has the body type. He's one of those thick boys, one of those country yeah. boys. I think Corey Anderson, if he chooses to, make the jump up to heavyweight and then ba- go back and forth between light heavyweight and heavyweight. I love this fucking signing, dude, because Corey Anderson's super underrated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, it it adds a ton to Bellator. Cannot fucking wait. And you you know the way Scott Coker moves. You're going to see something happen sooner than later. There, it's not going to be a, a couple months before he, you know, he's going to be fighting. Or you're going to hear an announcement in the very near future. So stay tuned. Oh, yeah, that, that. that fight's coming quick. Yeah, something. This one, I, I didn't want to see it. But I was going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm fucking getting real. I'm at the point. I'm going the ski mask way, Oliver. Okay. I, as of right now, I'm not paying money for this this fight. For what fight? Mike Tyson and Roy uh, Jones yeah. are rescheduled for November 28th. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, please do. Yeah, we put up the firewall pre-pod. Yeah, you're about, about you're getting fired up when we were talking about what we're going to talk about. Super fired up. So, they announced this. I don't like it. I, want, I, I just don't like it. I want wow. they're both legends in their 50s. I mean, just you could make money doing a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's talks and discussions about how what, how many ounces the gloves are going to be. Then both dudes come out, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to knock each other out. This is an ex- exhibition. Mm-hmm. What? You can't say that. Yeah. People are paying 50 to $80 for this. You can't say, oh, we're just going to go in there and fucking uh, jab, jab, boot. Nope, you can't say that. Then they realize they fuck up and said that, and then they go back on it, and it ties, oh, I'm going to knock this motherfucker out. No, you can't fucking <laughs> this, dude. No. This is – no, absolutely not, dude. I'm not – I'm sorry. You know I'm a payer. I pay for pay-per-views. You do. You, you do. You know this. I'm not – as of right now, I'm not paying for this. Okay. If you my, need a plug, my, let me know. My, You know a guy? I know a guy. I got you. I know, I know you know a fucking guy, but I'm serious. This shit has me in my feels, dude. Don't like this. If if you're gonna do an exhibition, you better. You can't. You they. I think they realized what they said, and then they they had to do this real quick. Right. And hope no one caught on. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like this. I don't want any part of it. Sign me the fuck out. I got you, bro. I got you. We'll put the ski mask on together. I know. I know, big boy. Uh, so I'm out for that, but sign me the fuck up for this. 
going down this weekend. UFC 252. Yes. The trilogy. The trilogy. The end of possibly two of the greatest careers. Stipe and DC, the trilogy. Steopic. Oh, God. Yeah, so we got Stipe uh, Miocic and Daniel Cormier, the trilogy, mm-hmm. for the heavyweight strap. Uh, we'll get some clarity in that division. Oliver. Somewhat. Do you want to hear the good or the bad news? Give me the bad. So the bad news is you are officially mathematically eliminated for a rolling calendar uh, pick em bet. So you will be getting an MMA tattoo of my choice. Mm -hmm. Ready for the good news. Do you want to bend your knee or something? Uh, No, because I haven't heard the good news yet. The good. (laughs) Well, it's kind of a. Depending on who you are, I don't know if it's good news for you, but the good news is I had a historic season one, son. I'm How's that good news? It's good news for me. Oh, this is – you really got my goat, dude. I got your goat. I got, you got your goat and your cat. You know what? I have a question for you, Oliver. I look back in the – I went down the, the fucking path. I mm-hmm. look back to the pilot episode. Yeah. Little – did you know I – I was in first place this entire year. That makes sense. It, it felt like it. There was not a single day that I was behind ever in, that a, hurts. in a year. You know what, though? Season two is upon us. Let's get it underway. Season, season two bet. I was thinking of a few things. We have to step it up from a tattoo. So I was thinking, you know, possible finger amputations, um, facial tattoos. I think the first time we said no face tattoos. No face tattoos. Um, you can always go. We talked about this, dude. You really want to gain some publicity. Just chop your dick off. Uh, all right. Let's shake on. Online shake, dude. Yep. Loser chops her fucking dick <laughs> off, dude. Sends it via UPS. Same day. Same day. Overnight. Jar. Here you go. Now, I have a question for you, though. Okay. So... My dominating performance. Mm-hmm. What are like some comparisons? Ooh, for such a legendary season, dude. I was thinking that Golden State Warriors team. Uh, that was like extreme greatness. Because I was really hoping you weren't gonna say Joey Chestnut. Because I was gonna shoot you down real quick. Because it's not that level of dominance. It was that level. Of it dominance. was not. It was and no, because he's Joe the greatest Chestnut. athlete on planet Earth. I'm not arguing there. Joey Chestnut doesn't have the edge, though. What I'm, do you mean? I'm a bad, I'm a bad boy. So is Joey I'm Chestnut a... low-key, though. Like, you meet him out at your local mall where he's signing T-shirts. Super nice guy. But when you get him up on that stage on July 4th, and that announcer is going off going nuts, dude, he's like a Wolverine in there. But the thing is... He'll so, rip your throat out. I'm kind of like, if Joey Chestnut and... Rest in peace, the ghost of Big L uh-huh. would consummate and do some magic. And they had a baby. They'd have a baby, mm-hmm. and that baby played on the 1996-97 Chicago <laughs> Bulls. I think that's what my season this this year was in the pickle. You know what? I'll let you have this one. It's, it's very similar to that. Dude. It's very you know similar. What yeah, so, I get it. So, so you are um, you go two and three last week, putting you at 77 and 71. I go three and two, putting me at ninety three and fifty five. However, you know we still got a, one of the biggest cards of the year to break down. Yeah. 
we're going to do it with a smile on our face and a 40 in our hands. Great. And a, and a captain's hat on my head. Let's just do oh. double or nothing on this card. <laughs> I was waiting for you to fucking try to connive my way out. Dude. I was literally waiting for you to be like, yo, Fleezer, why don't you like pour yourself like a quadruple whiskey on the rocks? And, and let's do a podcast and we'll talk about the, the new terms of this, uh, this fight betting. I respect it that you're trying to wiggle your way out, but you can't, uh, you can't trace songs your way out of this one. You're not singing your way out of this one, baby. Oh, come boy. on. Double or no, triple or nothing. There's no double or nothing. There's no triple or nothing. I paid the troll toll, and now I have that little baby <laughs> toll, dude. I have your little baby boy's hole. I got your captain hat, dude, and you will be receiving a tattoo of my choice on your fucking body. Tatted up, scarred for life. Yeah, 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 I know. Oh, God. I'll post pictures later. Oh, God. This is this is the uh, – talk about an adrenaline rush, dude. I bet. I bet it must be nice. You had a great year on this, this the podcast. Opposite of a- this is the opposite of a fear boner. This is like a fucking just a boner. boner. No, it's not a boner boner, dude. This is like I don't a. Know. I think you're a little aroused by this. It's definitely arousal, but what type of arousal? This is like a dom- dominatrix arousal, but a gambling. What would you call a gambling dominatrix arousal? A gambling dominatrix arousal. You gotta have to give me a little bit of time on that. <laughs> Let's get on that, dude. Yeah. Let's fucking begin getting on things. Uh, UFC 252. <laughs> pay-per-view you're gonna have to pay to watch this uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> say that loosely uh the prelims are good yep uh main card's you know, amazing main card's amazing the, the 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 prelims leave something to be desired we said that before though and there's been awesome fights yeah the og jim you. miller's on there good old jimbo jim miller he's a fucking killer so watch the fuck out of that fight but yeah, and the main card, that's the meat and potatoes. This thing's fucking incredible. Even with what was going to be my pick for fight of the night, mm-hmm. um, Ankalaev and Kudabala was scratched a couple days ago after Kudabala test positive for COVID. Kudalaba. Laba. Um, but that fight is looking to get rebooked on August 29th. So you're still going to see heads roll. It's just not going to be this weekend. Just not this weekend. Not this weekend. Um, leading off. This one got me. I like it. John Dotson mm-hmm. going against Arab Ivishvili. Mm-hmm. Oliver, out of respect for you. Okay. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. But I'm going to, with my pick, defer the pick and just go ahead and send it back to you. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Can I ask I'll why? receive in the second half. Mr. Mathematically eliminated. I'm trying a new strategy. I'm trying something out. So this is like a test period for me. I can do whatever I want because I've already lost. So I can try out new strategies going into season two. I respect it. So you're actually tanking right now. You're tanking this whole It doesn't matter. But I I can just try whatever I want. There doesn't have to be any thought, any reason going into it whatsoever. I can do whatever I want. I can go by what uh, color shorts they're going to be wearing, um, where they were born. You don't know. I like it, dude. I like the fact that you're already prepping for season two. It shows maturity. This is 30. This is 30. <laughs> Comes full circle. 30. Okay, so it's my turn. Yep. Uh, John Dodson, I love the shit out of him. I just can't pick against uh, Divashvili. This dude just takes you down. He has that Sambo background. He lands something crazy like fucking over 10 takedowns in 15 minutes averages. Mm -hmm. He's a monster, dude. He's just going to take you down, dump you on your fucking head, and just rinse and repeat. 
love John Dotson. I think he's going to be make it a competitive fight, but I cannot pick against Divashvili. Give me Divashvili by unanimous decision. All right. I get down with that. It's very similar to my pick. I just want to make this point. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of naysayers and people disagree with me, but if you look at the majority of successful MMA fighters, what do they all have in common? For the most part, some of the most of the best UFC fighter, MMA fighters in general have a wrestling or grappling background. When they're that's their their main mm-hmm. thing that they bring to the organization, they nine times out of ten have an upper hand because if they can take you down, that completely negates your stand up game and then they just own you. To your point, I think Divashili's the the Vashili, whatever you know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, yeah, um, his his ground game, as you mentioned, is just. There's levels to this, and he's on mm-hmm. a top tier. When he can take you down at will, I don't care how hard you can hit. I don't care how accurate your punches are. To an extent, obviously you're still dangerous, but when you have that takedown capability, it's it's fight-changing. So I'm going to have just go with the wrestler in this one. Go with the, the Sambo dude. Uh, I like decision as well. Unanimous decision. Yeah, it's – love Dodson, and he's definitely a live dog, but you just can't pick up his uh, really in this one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Moving on, this one got bumped up to uh, uh, the main card slot. Uh, Herbert Burns, Daniel Pineda, mm-hmm. Oliver. Yeah, so Pineda's been around for a minute. Yeah, he's, he's OG, dude. Yeah, he has like 20-some wins, handful of losses. He's been around for a minute. Bounced around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Burns is kind of on a heater right now. I feel like he's kind of on the up-and-up in this division. Um, I think in terms of of aggressiveness and tenacity on the feet, I think they're fairly same in my opinion. Obviously, Pineda has a lot more experience. He knows kind of what to expect from almost any style of fighter. Um, but I think I kind of like the youth on Burns, and I'm literally just picking on that. I think Burns will probably have a bigger gas tank. I think it's probably going to be a close fight. I don't hate this fight, but I'm not super in love with it. I think it's going to be pretty well-rounded, in my humble opinion. I think this is also going to be a decision, unfortunately. Who you got? Burns. Burns' decision? Yeah. Hey, I I like where your head's at. Mm -hmm. I just – so, Burns in his career, one, he has great fucking genetics. (laughs) You got got some great lineage. Yeah. Um, So, you got the – you get the the plus one for that. Burns has struggled at times for whatever reason with wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But lately you've seen him be able to kind of negate that. And he's done a much better job. And if it goes to the fucking ground and he gets your fucking back or gets one of your limbs, dude, it's he, he's fucking a member of the Burns family. He's got that fucking jujitsu. Uh, I, I love Burns in this one, and I don't think it's going to go the distance. I think you're going to see him early. I think Pineda might try to get to the ground, or you might see Burns. I think Burns is going to catch a limb, maybe mm-hmm. get the back early in the first, and I think you're going to see Burns get the first-round sub. Okay. Damn. Aggressive. By, by the way, aggressive, very aggressive. I love the shit out of this fight uh, betting-wise, too. Okay. Yeah. What so, are the odds on that? Uh, Burns is the the pretty decent sized favorite, and the line continues. The money continues to come in on Burns. Okay, I want to say that 
uh, he was maybe 285, and now he's up to three, a minus 315 favorite. Okay. Which leads me, great question. So last week I had four parlays. Mm-hmm. Do you want – we need to talk about this because we do prop it like it's hot. People love gambling. People love – we want you guys to make money. Mm-hmm. We want to make money, make money with you, with us. Maybe do like a, a like a parlay segment. Okay. Because I've been working on like a little three-leg and four-legger that like two out of the last three works has been very profitable. That's all you, bro. Okay. We'll That's all you. Out. We'll talk. You're we'll the talk. expert. I'm not a fucking expert. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? I'm in a fucking warm. You're in your basement drinking, drinking English, and I'm a fucking expert, dude. I'm an expert, like dude. Experts come in all different forms. Bill Nye was an actual scientist, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. Whatever. This one. Oh God, these last three, the big three. I love all of them. Oh my God. All of them. I, every single one of these. Sign me the fuck up. All of them have some sort of title implication or uh, serious career implications. implications. Career legacy implications. This one. Junior Dos Santos, Jarzino Rosenstrike. Oliver. Yes. It It is your turn. God. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. JDS is older. Yes. Rosenstrike is the favorite, slight favorite. I, I was think say, minus it can't be one fifty by much. Minus one fifty, JDS plus one twenty. Okay. There's been a theme we've seen this past few years. It's yes, been... there has. Listen, you when when you get knocked out, you need an adequate amount of time to recover properly. Mm-hmm. We just saw within the a month. Joseph Benavidez had that rematch with Figueredo. Mm-hmm. Got knocked out the first time. Two months later, the rematch, and what did Figueredo do? He fucking ran through him. Benavidez wasn't himself. Yep. I understand Rosenstrike's younger. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me at all if Rosenstrike knocked him out because he has that type of power. Kickboxing, uh, incredible power, uh, good on his feet, very technical. I, I know JDS is coming off two knockout losses to Blades and Nganu. Yeah. Mike, the biggest question here is I think it's not a question, it's a statement. I think Rosenstrike might be coming back a little too soon after getting knocked out by arguably the most powerful knockout artist puncher in the history of MMA. It's true. And another example of that is Garbrandt. Garbrandt fought three times within months of each other trying to get back to that title shot and what happened to each of them. Ice, starched twice, and Munoz. starched three times in a row, and that those all felt kind of rushed. So you might be on something. Yeah, you know, I think that. So what it comes down to is this: I think that Rosen strikes the route he needs to win this fight is going to be to land that big power punch, mm-hmm. which he can do. That it's a heavyweight division. He finds out opening one fucking time, and it's over. Yeah. Otherwise, I think JDS, he has some of the quickest hands, some of the best boxing the heavyweight division has ever seen. He's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I just think JDS has more ways to win this fight. Mm-hmm. I think he's – and again, I think that Rosenstrike come, coming back way too soon. Give me JDS and give me decision. I think he comes close to ending it on a couple occasions, but give me JDS decision. Okay. 
I like it. I like it a lot. I'm also going JDS, but for a slightly different reason. This doesn't... When you might think, first glance, this doesn't apply. Because as you said, he's coming off two losses. But there's been another theme we've seen this year. And it might not have registered with you yet, so I'm going to make it apparent. This year has kind of been the year of the old dude in some ways. Especially in the heavier weight classes. We saw... uh, Who was it? Uh, Walt Harris lost to... Who am I thinking of here? Overeem. Overeem. One old dude. The second one, Shogun still got it. He was fighting another old dude, but still. Old dude number two. Then there was... Who was it? Uh, There's another old dude who pulled off a a pretty big upset. Um, It wasn't Cain Velasquez, obviously. Anyways, you're the old dude. I'm going with JDS because I'm continuing with this trend of you're the old dude, beating younger dudes. Also, because of what you said, he, he just has more ways to win, in my opinion. Um, I think his gas tank, he's a slightly smaller frame than Rosenstrike, which I think he might correlate to better cardio, I think, in my opinion. I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know if it goes the distance. I want to say that JDS finishes third round via ground and pound. Because I think okay. he, he controls the ground game way better than Rosenstrike does. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I that's another factor too. If JDS wants to, he could he can make this kind of like a dirty a, turn this into a fucking dirty, dirty, grueling match. Yeah. Which I don't think Rosenstrike wants. No. Again, love Rosenstrike. I think he's one of the more exciting fighters in that division. I just think he's coming back way too soon. And JDS has more ways to win the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So we're clicking tonight. Yeah. I thought I thought this shit was gonna be absolute chaos, being that again. I, but you know, this is one of those nights that great minds. We got that, we got our caps on tight. We're just vibing, partner. Yeah, let's let it ride. Oh, this co-main event. I was when they bumped this up to the co-main. I was like, he made it. Yeah, he made it. And oh, co-main event, our guy, Sugar Sean O'Malley, going against Marlon Cheeto Vera. This is by far the toughest test of O'Malley's young career because Cheeto Vera is a fucking killer. Yep. Oliver. He doesn't get put out. Anyways, my pick. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. So we love the Sugar Show. A lot of people love the Sugar Show. This kid has got it. We've said it a bunch of times. Like, he's got the personality. He goes out there with flash KOs. He's got a flashy look with the rainbow hair, all sorts of crazy shit. Funny dude, smokes a lot of pot, plays video games, whole package, right? He has everything he needs to be the next UFC superstar champion. Mm-hmm. I love I love this fight. I was going to say I love him in this fight, but as you mentioned, this is the toughest competition hands down. Cheeto Vera is a fucking dog. You, you can't put that dude out. Um, hits hard, ground game's good, very well-rounded fighter in my opinion. Crazy he and he's not afraid to throw no. unorthodox shit. That's right. the biggest wild card in this fight. He's not afraid to throw wild shit, but in the same vein, like we saw somebody else who wasn't scared of standing there and throwing in Wineland, who Sugar just starched a few few weeks ago, a month or walk two off, ago now. Walk off TKO. Beautiful KO. Now my only concern with this is. I feel like we've seen this before, and obviously we talked about this a little bit on last week's episode about the UFC building up fighters, and are they doing it too fast like they did with Shabazian? Um, but they have to. You know what I mean? You have to draw attention to these young fighters to get people to watch. So with Till, 
My only concern is that the same thing happens to Sugar. I think he's a different breed than some of those other guys. I think he's he's put himself in a, a slightly better position. I just worry about some sort of setback. Like we've seen on these super hyped up, the train is moving along fighters. You know what I mean? Shoot, shoot, hype train's on. I just don't want to see it happen to Sugar. He seems like, from all the social media I've seen from him, it seems like his training regiment's good. Like his his weight cut's pretty much always good. He has a good head on his shoulders. I'm picking him, but I just want to put out there that I'm a little bit worried about this hype train derailing because we've seen it from a lot of promising prospects a bunch of times now. It's very rare to see anybody undefeated anyways. Um, but this is a huge test. I think if if he wins, which I'm picking he is because I like him so much, I think it's in his style. I think he gets a KO. When? Fuck if I know, dude. I don't know. I love your honesty, dude. And honest. It- out of respect for your new game plan, mm-hmm. now it's not going to fly season two if you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to pick this dude, but I don't know. Out of respect, dude, and considering our love and our bias towards Sugar, mm-hmm. if you just want to say Sugar's going to win, mic drop it, baby. Okay. Um, this, is, this is 30. Okay. This is my. This, this is, is 30. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, so you just got Sugar winning. Yeah. Sh- sugar. Sugar winning. With, a, with an A. Yeah. Yeah. So you. We're dancing around it. I wanted you to say it. You're a little scared. I'm a little scared. I am. I'm because I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried. Not because I, I think Sugar is a superstar. Mm-hmm. There's That's no it. doubt in my mind. Actually, there's no doubt in my mind. He is a superstar. He's, there's no doubt in my mind that the only person who's going to derail his career is himself. Mm-hmm. If, if it goes that, if, you know, goes down that path. Cheeto Vera is a motherfucker. I like O'Malley possesses. We're gonna see the level here, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we get ahead of ourselves and we 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 overlook the. This is my favorite part about fighting, is when you have a a potentially transcendent athlete, and you get to your. Once you're once you get there and you arrived, everyone knows it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. There's no arguing that Adesanya is world class. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, pure striker in the entire sport. Mm-hmm. There's no arguing that he's here. He's shown that. There's no arguing that. Right. There's no arguing about McGregor's striking ability. There's no arguing about the level of Khabib's wrestling. There's no arguing about GS dudes like GSP and Bone Jones. They've arrived. They've proven their fucking value. They're here. They've been there, and they're not going away. Mm-hmm. They're legends. They're Hall of Famers. The most fun part about this, to me. Is you're getting you get to see levels. Yeah. Like Shabazian is a fucking problem. He's gonna be a problem forever. But he just got his first loss to a fucking dog. Yeah. Lewis is a fucking veteran who just fucking wore him down and and beat him. Yep. Dominant. This this in my opinion is going to be you're gonna see the levels. Sugar if Sugar finds a window and he gets a fucking walk off another walk off TKO. He fucking lands some crazy fucking flying knees, some crazy fucking switch kick. All in. Don't need to see anything else. Yeah. This Cheeto Bear is a motherfucker. And I, I think the biggest indicator of this fight is not only is the O'Malley, the money. There's some money coming in on Cheeto Vera. Mm-hmm. There is. 
and the plus minus to, uh, for it to go the distance, it's almost even money. Yeah. So Vegas is saying we don't know if this yeah. fight's gonna go the distance. <laughs> right. Norm, normally O'Malley fight, it's not going the distance. He's no. gonna find that chin. His jujitsu's there. I give me Sean O'Malley. I think you're gonna see a fucking some shit straight out of Mortal Kombat. You're gonna see a lot of. A lot of crazy-ass kicks you throw in video games when you're drunk playing with your boys. A lot of crazy strikes. I think it's going to be exciting exciting as hell. I think this is my pick for fight of the night. Easy. I just, well, actually, it's not easy. I just I see this one going the distance. Give me sugar. Give me decision. But God damn it, I'd be lying if, I'm tell, if I told you I wasn't just yeah. hoping, hoping to see something special. Because yeah. this kid's a superstar. It's just a matter. You're gonna see a level. You're gonna see what level. If this if this dude knocks out Cheeto Vera, he's he's arrived. He's he's arrived. He's not going anywhere. Yep. Also, I'm gonna profit like it's hot real quick. Okay. I haven't done this in a minute. Feeling myself. If you ever want to throw a little dart, if Cheeto Vera decides to take this to the ground, lands a takedown. O'Malley's ground game, his jujitsu is fucking incredible. If you want to get frisky, you want to sprinkle a little. I would advise a nice little dart would be a fucking O'Malley submission. You okay. get some very nice value for that. Watch, if Cheeto decided to take this to ground. Watch him end it with like a Von Flew or something crazy. <laughs> you let, dude, if or a twister. Fucking, I'm putting this live Yo, right he, now. If he ends it with a twister, he's already the GOAT. If, <laughs> if Sean, Mal Sean O'Malley ends via twister or Von Vlue, uh I will send you your cap back and you can shave my fucking beard. Yes, let's go. I know the odds are really stacked against me, but count me in for that. Count me in for this one, too. The trilogy, Legacy's on the line. The heavyweight strap is on the line. Daniel Cormier, yes. DC, going up against Stipe. the champ, Stipe Miocic. Legacy's on the line. There's more than a belt. This is legacy time. It's legacy time. It's my turn, right? Mm, yes. Make this very... I My pick is much less intricate than my follow-up question to you. Okay. I'm taking Daniel Cormier mm -hmm. to win via decision. Okay. I think Daniel Cormier has learned something. In the first two fights, Daniel Cormier was... You know, if you want to go round by round, you winning. saw the winning formula. You saw the <laughs> yeah. winning formula. He lost when he decided he was going to fucking stand and box with Stipe. He boxed with a boxer. Yep. Dan Cormier is a world-class wrestler. Mm -hmm. That's how he got to the UFC. He fucked up his weight cut for the Olympics, mm -hmm. came to fucking strike force. And the rest is the, the UFC. The rest is history. Yep. I think DC... That MMA mind, his IQ is through the fucking roof. He understands what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Hey, wrestle this dude. Get him up Get him up against the cage. Don't fight this fight at distance. Wear him down. And I think that's what you're going to see is going to happen. Okay. So so DC got the first one. Mm-hmm. Steve got the second. Steve got the second one. Made that incredible in-game adjustment and ended in the fourth. Give me DC... Give me decision, and Oliver, I want to hear your pick, and then I have a question for you. Okay. 
I'll make this brief because I'm interested about your question. You have valid points. DC saw the winning formula. He was winning those rounds pretty handedly when he was keeping against the fence, wrestling, not boxing. But that means Stipe knows what his weakness is as well. He knows that he's going to be trying to wrestle. When when Stipe keeps on the feet and boxes, he knows he can win. He has already shown in their last meeting that he has in-game adjustment capability, right? Incredible. Yes, he listens to his coaches. He knows what's going on. DC, world-class wrestler, one of the greatest fighters in two divisions we've seen in a long time. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Guy's world-class. One of the greatest of all time. This is going to come as a shock. I'm taking Stipe in this. Wow. I think I think that Stipe can make the adjustments again. He knows what it takes to win. He's coming off his last fight against the same guy with the win. I think he sticks to the plan, but if he if the plan changes, he can do that on the fly. I think he he has more potential on his feet. I think he probably catches him again. I know, I know, but I'm going to take Stipe in this one. I'm going to take it's going to be a late, like a fourth round finish. Wow. And then they both ride off into the sunset. Bo- and they both? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. You just shocked me. And the yeah. fact that you actually, I could tell, again, I know you very well. That's, there was, this is not you just fucking trying to fuck around for season two. I, I hear sincerity and yeah. thought. I love, DC is one of my DC, favorite fighters of all time, right? DC's top that's like mount rush rushmore of your favorite fighters you say that that's not true but i love dc i like dc a lot who's um, not who's talking about not best who are your who are your top four favorite fighters favorite that DC, dc's up there on yours you fucking love the shit out of dc hmm. i'd have to think like, i'd have to think about that i do love wow. DC. I, don't, I won't say that he's not uh, just from favorite fighters not who i think's best i could say that's that he's saying. probably up there wow i'm shocked yeah but i'm I'm just good. I'm going Stipe, my gut on this one. Stipe fourth round finish again. This is and, what I think. And you, and you think they're both walking away. Into the I think they both wow. walk away. Well, you threw a curveball there. I know. So you actually okay. So you you have Stipe. Mm-hmm. And you think they both walk away? Yes. After that. Okay. So, for we're gonna talk legacy purposes. I know it's a little a bit too soon, mm-hmm. but I want to hear your thoughts before we actually get to see the trilogy. If that makes sense. Okay. I want to see where you're at before the fight. We actually get to see it. So, a lot of people, you, a lot of people, you hear this. This this is for legacy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying this is for who's the greatest heavyweight of all time. Uh, yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. You. You could say that, until we see the fight. And either way, and I, I've played this out of my mind too. And we're all prisoner of the moments when when Steve A won last fight. I think we both said he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't – so this is for legacy. This is for I top th- whoever wins this, top three greatest heavyweights of all time, top – you, you can make an argument top ten greatest mixed martial artists of all time. Mm-hmm. My, my question to you, Oliver, 
is so is the winner of this the greatest heavyweight of all time? Okay. One. And two, if not, who is? No, it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, and I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking pouring my heart out to you. I've been waiting all week to ask you this. You're gonna fucking troll no, me. No, uh, under your captain's hat tonight. <laughs> no, please it's don't. Gonna, it's illegal in 48 states. Oh God. Yeah. You're sick, I, dude. Sure you're, you're sick. You're sicko. That my captain's hat poo hole in oh, my dude. personal pervert. Fucking. Anyways, uh, do I think one of them goes down as the greatest heavyweights of all time? Yes. I guess it depends on the winner, right? So you're saying the winner of this goes down greatest heavyweight of all time? Um, I'm saying that there is a very, very strong case to say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have... My thing is, though, with this, is that if DC wins, I think a lot of people will give him that crown very fast. And if <laughs> Stipe wins, people won't give him the crown as fast because... In my humble opinion, a lot of people that I talk to, even self-proclaimed big MMA fans, almost forget that Stipe is a fighter, it feels like, a lot of the time. I feel it's, like he's almost never gotten the respect that he's deserved never, after never. running through the heavyweight division and defending his belt more times than any other heavyweight in the history of UFC. You nailed it on the fucking head. So, that's what I think. So, so Stipe, I, don't th- I think he's one of those dudes who it's going to take years down the road until people actually go back and appreciate what he was because i think win or lose his resume is already set in stone he's top five greatest heavyweights of all time pertaining to the winner of this i don't think the winner of this regardless of who it is is the greatest heavyweight of all time okay you know why why fedor 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 you think Absolutely, I think it's I, I think UFC it's, or MMA, MMA. Okay, that makes more it, sense because he's been on so many promotions. Yeah, I think well, and he's never fought in the UFC. I think that the the winner of this, it wasn't a trick question. I think the winner of this is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. I agree with you a thousand percent. Stipe, if, even if he wins, he's not going to get the respect he deserves. Right. It just for whatever reason people forget this, and I think his defining moment. His defining moments have been in the face of adversity. Yeah. You see a, tr- a, tr- a man's true colors when his back's against the wall. And what does Stipe do when his back's against the wall? He fucking wins. He's the only man to ever take clean shots from Francis Ngannou and keep on keeping on, dude. Over him. Had him fucking knocked out damn near cold. He gets up and wins that fucking yeah. fight. Stipe has a heart of the fucking lion. Win or lose, I don't think Stipe's going to get the respect he deserves. I think the winner of this, the greatest heavyweight in UFC history. However, I think that Fedor is the greatest heavyweight of all time. He went 10 years, 28 or 29 fights without losing. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, he never fought in UFC. Fuck you. Go look at the dudes Fedor was beaten. They were all dudes from UFC and Strikeforce. Mm-hmm. He, wasn't fighting, he wasn't fighting Russian garbage cans. Yeah. He was fighting the cream of the crop for 10 years, never lost incredible so i think fedor is the heavyweight goat period okay. i think the winner of this is that number two slot cannot wait for this fucking card cannot fucking wait it's gonna be dope and just like the chat saying i agree let's prop it like it's hot draw for the main event Whoa! sprinkle a little something on there a little salt based style they both go out on top as co-champions holding hands right off in the sunset 
Book if there's it. ever a fight not to bet a draw, it's the fucking trilogy for who could arguably be the greatest heavyweight of that's all time. That's what they all say, dude. That's that's Stupid. what people who don't play the draw say, and you're gonna be really kicking yourself in the ass when they draw and you miss out on millions of dollars. So just for the record, you are picking Sugar Sean for a fucking Von Flu or a fucking Twister, and you think? No, I'm just saying he wins. If he finishes one of those ways, I get my captain's hat back and I get to shave your beard. Yeah, you're you're gonna get your captain's hat back, but it's gonna have some DNA in it. You're disgusting. I am just some vile. You're man. a vile human being. I'm a forty guzzling hot dog uh, slugging, grilling. Anyways, sure. Is that all? Yep. That's it. Right. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool, dude. That's uh, fun. This is thirty. This is thirty. Happy, happy belated, Oliver. Thanks, bro. You. Thanks. I love, love you with all my heart. Thank I you. texted you. I did my best to text you. I was like, that was some teenage girl shit. You did. It was nice. I, te- I texted you at like midnight plus like one minute. Yep. I loved it. I love you. brought you. a smile to my face. Love you. Love you, bro. That's- love you, bro. Love balloons. Love our fans, our listeners. Our love everybody. MMA folk. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks so much nothing. for watching. I don't got nothing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate you all. Again, just scroll down. Go check out Balloon stuff. Got the link down on Twitch. Get that paper, boy. Spend it on Balloon shit. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Fleazar? Nothing uh, on this end. Oliver, again, happy belated. This is 30, 40s and fights. We're out, boys. We out.